Evening, guys, and welcome back to the RS Weekly Podcast with me, Reese, and... Me, Sam. Yeah, um... Just before we go anywhere else, guys, just to mention, I apologise if the uh, sound is a little bit sketchy. Um, Sam has gone home now um, after being in isolation at my house. So we, we've, we're having to do it over FaceTime. So I apologise to the viewers and everybody else if the sound is a little bit sketchy. I'm sure you'll back me up on that, Sam. We're doing the best we can. So Yeah, we are, mate. Once, uh, once all this stuff's eventually happened, we can eventually get back to... How it was, mate, when um, all this happened. Yeah, we're just, I guess we're just trying to make the best out of a bad situation. Yeah, definitely, mate. But, anyway, let's crack on. Um, This episode is going to be a Bundesliga review of the results from the weekend. Um, So, without further ado, we'll get straight into the results. So, the first game uh, of the weekend, Borussia Dortmund away at Wolfsburg. Um, Dortmund running out 2-0 winners in the end uh, Guerrero and Hakimi were the goals for Dortmund To be honest with you, it was a pretty comfortable win for Dortmund in the end Wolfsburg, they kind of flattered to deceive really, didn't they Sam? Yeah, they did mate um, To be honest, the first half I thought um, Wolfsburg uh, gave uh, Dortmund quite a good game in the first half but second half, I think Dortmund come out strongest and took the 2-0 lead and took the three points was what they need to be keeping up with uh, Bayern Munich this season. Yeah, definitely. Still four points behind, but that was a big, big win on Saturday. They really needed that. Um, just something I wanted to mention. Late on in the game, there was what looked like a very, very harsh sending off for Felix Klaus of Wolfsburg. Um, it was a result. It was a. It was a, as a result of a VAR referral. Um, I know you watched the game with me. I thought that was incredibly harsh. I know it looks worse on the replays, but I thought that was very, very harsh, and that just killed the game off, really. Well, I said too, didn't I? I said, that's never a red card, never. It was never a red card. He, he caught him by accident. He didn't mean to do it. It was a very, very harsh red card, I thought. Yeah, I thought, yeah. if you're going to give him anything, you you give him, at very most, a, a yellow for that. I thought yeah, that was definitely. very harsh. Yeah, it was very harsh, it was. It was a horror... It wasn't a horrible tackling. It's not like he meant to do it. Um, he just he just caught him by accident, and the referee gave him a red card. Went to the VAR. They referred it to the VAR, and uh, quite certainly Felix Cloud got sent off for it. I think what was very harsh, and we we looked at each other straight away, and we said that's harsh. You can see the player wasn't even looking at where Akanji was until he tries to touch the ball, and unfortunately Akanji's leg. Kanji had obviously got to the ball before him. He, he, there was no intention to hurt him there. I don't understand how they can view that as a red card. He wasn't even looking at the player. Do you know what I mean? No. He, he, even when he made contact, he wasn't looking. That it was not like, oh, I'm going to go for, I'm going to smash him here. It wasn't that sort of challenge. I thought that was very harsh, and it just killed the game. Then. Yeah, I agree, mate. I definitely agree with you on that one. Very, very. Disappointing decision from the referee there. Yeah, I think uh, this is the problem with VAR, isn't it? It's all subjective. It's all people's opinions all the time. It's nothing set. Do you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, yeah, apart from... I mean, Dortmund, to be honest, they deserve to win the game. I think Dortmund had the best chances throughout, really. Wolfsburg, although they gave them a fairly good game and it was quite a a cagey affair in the first half, I thought Dortmund... Powered through quite well, and Hakimi took his goal very well again. Yeah, 
Yeah, he did, mate. Very good goal. It was very, very good goal. Um. So before we, before we go on to it, mate, we forgot the Friday night game. Yes, yes, we did. We'll go back to that because we actually watched that game as well. Um, Hertha Berlin 4, Union Berlin 0. Now, every prediction I made about this game went completely the other way. Um, I said I thought it was going to be a 2-2 draw, if I'm not wrong. Um, You did, mate. Yeah, massively wrong with that. Hertha Berlin absolutely steamrolled. Uh, Union Berlin um, it was a very very accomplished performance from Hertha Berlin who looked like they're turning the ship around now yeah definitely mate definitely I agree with you on that one um, I think they've, they've turned it around massively in the past two games two three games well I, I said to you I said to you a couple of weeks ago keep an eye out for Matthias Cunha on loan from Leipzig at Hertha Berlin the guy was outstanding on Friday night standout player on the pitch by a mile um, yeah, they, were, they were very good, uh, on Friday. They was. I was. I was very impressed, to be honest. Um, I was actually quite surprised as well at how well they played. Uh, the two centre backs, Boyata, and I can't remember off the top of my head the other guy's name, but very accomplished great pair goal. at centre half. Great goal from Boyata as well. It was very, very good, good header, well. back stick from a corner. Uh, Plattenhart with a brilliant delivery in with his left foot. Another good player. Um, from what I hear, Dortmund are uh, kind of keeping tabs on him. From what I hear, yeah, the um, centre called Ah, oh, yeah, that's him. Yep, sorry, his name just escaped me. Um, very, very good performance from both the two centre backs. Looking good for her to building going forward. Does mate? Does. Um, so, another game from Saturday: Bayer Leverkusen. Getting a brilliant, brilliant win at Borussia Mönchengladbach 3 1. I'll be honest, I did not see that result coming, uh, and a, particularly a performance like that from Leverkusen. They're going like a train at the moment. They are, mate. Kai Havertz is on fire. He's yeah. Got another two goals at the weekend. Yep. You've two ju- brilliant goals. Yeah, you've just literally said the words I was going to say. Um, two goals. I mean, the guy. I mean, I I said at the start of the season, Kai Havertz will be a big player this year. Um, it's one of the only things I've actually got right this season. Um, well, me and, you, me and you went for the same results on this one as well, didn't we? I think we both said 1-1 on this game. Yeah, I, well, to be honest with you, Sam, I couldn't really call it. I'm looking Munch and Gladbach are a strong side at home. Leverkusen have been playing very well, but starting to really turn into some form. But I wasn't sure, I wasn't quite sure at this one. Um, but 3-1 brilliant brilliant performance from Leverkusen they played some excellent football and uh, Bender with the last goal for Leverkusen before Marcus Thuram replaying for Gladbach Marcus Thuram another lad who if Munch and Gladbach aren't careful they could finish outside the top four this year Uh, and I think they're going to lose players like Alisson Player and Marcus Thuram yeah definitely mate definitely if they don't pick their act up I think Players like that are going to be uh, asking questions why they're not picking clubs and stuff, and why they're not pushing for that Europa League spot. Well, to be honest with you, I I could see someone maybe like a Dortmund, maybe like um, even a Leverkusen, maybe a Bayern Munich. I could see him looking at players like Marcus Thuram and thinking, with ten, fifteen, twenty million quid or twenty million euros, we could definitely take him, and he'd be a great addition to the squad. Marcus Thuram starting to come in some really good form now. It's just a shame that. They were getting battered 3-0 when he scored, but... 
Um, yeah. Leverkusen. Leverkusen are really pushing for that Europe, Europe, European spot right now. Well, they are, mate. I mean, they, they've they now gone into fourth place as a result of uh, Leipzig winning on uh, yesterday, which we'll come on to later. Yeah. But uh, Leverkusen really are going like a steam train at the minute. They got a brilliant yeah, win against yeah. Munch and Gladbach, and they did go into third place, to be fair, until Leipzig won. Um, Do you reckon Kai Havertz will be there next season? No, not a chance. I, I can't. Look, mate, it doesn't take long for the big European clubs to come calling and Leverkusen won't be able to keep him. Not the right money comes here from anyway. I mean, Liverpool, Liverpool will splash the cash on him. Well, I can almost guarantee, mate, that he's going to go for more than 80 million quid. I can almost guarantee it. The age of the guy, his, his record, his goal scoring, his assists, his overall play... I'm telling you now, mate, he's going for... Well, at the bare minimum, he's going for 70 million, that lad. He is fantastic. Good player. Very good young player. Yeah, it's almost unfair how good he is at his age. But, uh, yeah, very good win for Leverkusen. Um, now, moving on to the next game. Uh, very important game down at the bottom of the league for Werder Bremen getting a very important win at Freiburg. Um and having Bagfreder sent off late in the game as well, um, that is an unbelievably important win for Werder Bremen. I said to you, didn't I? I think if they lose on Saturday, they'll go down. Um, and they got the very, very much needed three points. Uh, Bittencourt, former Dortmund second team player with a goal for Bremen. Um, Freiburg, again, I mean, they, they got a great. Great draw at Leipzig last weekend, and I thought they could kick on from that because they're not that far outside the European places, really. But Werder Bremen coming and winning 1 0, um, which I think is no mean feat at Freiburg, to be honest. Um, I can't remember what I said on the predictions, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't a Werder Bremen win. <laughs> I think I said. 2-0 Freiburg I could be wrong I'm sure that's what I said yeah I, I think to be honest I don't think well I know for a fact that none of us said a Werder Bremen win away I know for a fact I just couldn't see it happening but again uh, the German league it's the same as the Premier League really it can spring up these results from time to time I didn't expect Bremen to get a, a win never mind a draw but uh, yeah very very good win for Werder Bremen a big club in Germany and someone that I'd like to stay up, really, if possible. Um, on a personal note, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on Werder Bremen after how bad they've been this season. I know we spoke about them in the last podcast, but, uh, yeah, they're in dire I mean, straits at the moment. I mean, Werder Bremen are a big team, mate. They're a very big team in the German league. And it's, it's, it's a shame to see what's actually happened to the club. I mean, like we were saying, 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, mate, they were fighting for that league. Now they're fighting for relegation, man. It reminds me of Newcastle when we were fighting for the league at one point and then we're, all of a sudden we've gone to fight for relegation. It's, it's quite it's quite heartbreaking really what's happening to Werder Bremen right now. It is, mate. I think, to be honest, um, putting them... I, I probably would, actually. I'd probably put them in the same kind of bracket as Newcastle where they... They're a big team in Germany, the same as Newcastle's a big club over here. Werder Bremen's kind of exactly the same, really, uh, in the respect they've just fell. They've just fallen over the last few years. Um, and the, the, I'll, I'll be honest, mate, I think they're going to find it very tough to stay up. But for a fact, it's not going to hurt them getting a win on Saturday. They needed that big time. Um, so, we've covered Werder Bremen. Moving on to the next game, and I know this wrecked your bet. Uh, we, have to talk, 
fucking not want to talk about this game. Um, Paderborn getting a draw at home to Hoffenheim. Massively. This no, I'll be honest, I didn't either. Um, Dennis Sabeni with the equalising goal for Paderborn after Robert have Scoove. Seen, have you seen? Have you seen the goal? Can I just before before we start? Have you seen the goal for Paderborn? I, I haven't actually seen it. I know. I think you have, haven't you? Mate, I have. I'll tell you what. Willow would be absolutely fuming with the defending if that was us. Let the me guess. Set piece goal. goal. <laughs> oh, it's embarrassing, mate. After this podcast, I'll send you it. Oh, mate. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Absolutely embarrassing. Well, I know that um, Robert Scoover opened the scoring for Hoffenheim. Um, just on a bit of a sidetrack, if you get a chance, Sam, go on YouTube and type in Robert Scov free kicks. The guy's a genius at free kicks. He's yeah, unreal. Um, yeah, Dennis Sabeni uh, with the equalising goal for Paderborn. It's a good draw for Paderborn at home um, f- against Hoffenheim. To be honest, Hoffenheim had most of the game, though, and they dominated in the first half especially with shots on goal and attempts on goal. Hoffenheim just couldn't seem to find that like kind of killer pass or that shot on target that'll go in. They just couldn't seem to find it um, for whatever reason. I think Hoffenheim, it's going to be a year of like mediocrity for them this year. They're flattering yeah. to deceive. They might get a good result here and there, but... They've drawn a lot of games this year. Paderborn, I didn't expect him to draw, I'll be honest. I think Paderborn are pretty much nailed on to go down now, really. But, um, it's a good result of that for Paderborn, though. Well, it is, mate, and it might give him a bit of confidence to kind of kick on. Look, I expected him to struggle this year, but look, they're always going to be fighting an uphill battle against the other teams in the Bundesliga, and it just goes to show again. Um, I think a better team really puts Hoffenheim to bed on Saturday. Because um, Paderborn, they do lack a little bit of quality throughout the team, really. Um, I mean, the stats, the stats don't lie, mate. I think Hoffenheim had like sixty-three percent possession, fifteen shots, like eleven on target, compared to Paderborn's, which was like ten shots, four on target. Something. It speaks it speaks mate. volumes in itself, doesn't it? Yeah, it's just a show, mate. Um, yeah, Paderborn getting a good draw over. I still think they'll go down. Um, Hoffenheim, it's an okay draw, I guess. You'll take a point rather than not getting any at all. But I think after all the all of the game that Hoffenheim had, they'll be a bit disappointed with that, really. But um, yeah. yeah, kind of Hoffenheim really not going to go anywhere else in the league. I don't think they might push up a few places, but I can't see them doing much for the rest of the year. Uh, Paderborn, pardon. No, no, I would stay well clear of them if I were you. You've learnt the hard way, Samuel. Um, moving on to the 5.30 kickoff, uh, Bayern Munich winning 5-2 against Eintracht Frankfurt. Now, we watched this game as well. Um, Leon Goretzka getting in the op- getting the open goal for Bayern. The opening goal, should I say. Um to be honest with you, I mean, it was a brilliant half volley into the top corner from a pullback from Muller. But how many chances did Bayern have before they took the first goal? Could have been, it could have been about 4 or 5 nil, mate. It could have. I honestly I mean, thought it would get... The way Bayern played, was, it was unreal. I thought some of the football that Bayern play, look, Hansi Flick has done a right job for him since he's gone in there. He's, he's really turned the ship around after being a bit inconsistent under Kovac. Um, which I think is why they got rid of him in the end because they, they, they can't afford to lose that German league. That's the, they look at it as like a dead cert every year, don't they? Yeah. Um, if, they don't, if they don't win that, mate, it's like a 
Yeah, pretty much. It's like, at the start of the year, it's kind of like the PSG thing, really. They kind of start the league every year and think, right, we win, we win the league. It's, all, it's like, they haven't took it for granted, but they almost expect to win it every year. Um, and, what, and to be honest, I can only see like the likes of Leipzig and Dortmund pushing Bayern to be better, because Bayern know that if they get worse and they get better, they're going to lose the league. Um I mean, it, to be fair, you look at the depth in Bayern's squad, it's just it's scary, really. Um, Bayern romping into a 3-0 lead. Um, to be honest with you, like I say, we was watching this game. I, I couldn't really see anything else happening apart from a cricket score at one stage because Bayern were just having that many chances. Um, I think Frankfurt was just struggling to deal with some of the football that Bayern was playing. I mean, going into a 3-0 lead and getting pegged back to 3-2 from two set-pieces, that's like our Sunday league gaffer would be going mental at them two set-piece goals for Frankfurt. Yep. So, yeah. mate, and I'll tell you what, did you have seen Thomas Muller's goal? Yes, very good goal. Yeah, very good goal, mate. Very good. Um, I mean, to be fair, Frankfurt can... I, I, if I were them, I'd be a little bit disappointed at getting it back to 3-2 and then conceding another two goals. It's like, you'll score two, get your send back in the game and throw it all away again. Um, yeah. it's, it's easier said than done, though, Sam, to keep Bayern Munich out because they're just a powerful, powerful, well-oiled machine of a side. Like They just keep going and going. They're just chance after chance. Uh, Lewandowski I mean, getting Bayern, in on I mean, the score sheet again. Bayern. No, just saying Lewandowski in on the score sheet again. Um, yet another one, 27 in the league now this year. Um, I think what disappointed me more than anything about the game was at points in second half, and we both picked up on this, that Frankfurt seemed to give up at times. It was like they weren't chasing lost balls and they wasn't really putting any pressure on Bayern. And if I was Hooter, the Frankfurt manager, I'd be really worried about that performance, especially in the second half, because they'd worked hard to get back into it, and then they just threw it all away again. It's the same as last week, though, wasn't it? Uh, when they played... Who did they play last week? Hertha Berlin. Oh, no, no, sorry. No, it wasn't Hertha no, Berlin. When we, when we watched it, it was... Uh, Gladback. That was it, yeah. They just looked... They, looked, they didn't look interested, mate. Last 15 minutes. No, it, very worrying. If I was their manager, I'd be seriously worried about that performance because after working hard to get... And look, it was two set-piece goals. Any team can score from a set-piece. But to get two goals back at the Allianz when you're 3-0 down and you've got a chance of getting back in the game and then you do that, it's just criminal. Like You can't, you can't excuse that. And I'd be very worried for Frankfurt at that rate because they are falling quite quickly. Falling big time. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, Bayern winning to go back to four points, to keep the gap to four points between them and Dortmund. Um, they needed that win on Saturday. It was a very good performance at, in parts. They'll be disappointed to let in two goals from set pieces, but I think we always knew watching it that they was going to win the game. They just, they've got too much for Frankfurt. They just had too much going forward. Um, right, guys, moving into Sunday's games. Uh, the first game of the day saw Schalke take on FC Augsburg at the Veltins Arena in Gelsenkirchen. Um, Augsburg going into a 2-0 lead with, Eduard from, with goals from Eduard Leuven and a second from a young teenager, Serenren Bazet. Um, yeah, a bit of a tongue twister, that one. Um Schal uh, Augsburg played some good stuff to get into a 2-0 lead, but my God, did Schalke look awful again. 
awful, awful defending. Um, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on the Schalke side because they are really, really going south under Wagner. That's one win in nine games now. I mean, they haven't scored in two games. They haven't, and they've conceded six goals in the two games, mate. It's not looking very good. Well, it's seven, I, isn't it? It'll be seven, way. won't it? It'll be seven because they lost 4 0 at Dortmund. Oh, gosh. Sorry, yeah, I didn't see. Yeah, sorry, I'm reading a different bet. Yeah, seven, mate. That's even worse when you say that. Yeah, um, seven goals, yeah, it's not non-scored. Very good, honest, mate. I mean, Schalke didn't look very interested last week when they played Dortmund. I watched a little bit of the Schalke Alsberg game, and it didn't look like Schalke was very interested in this game either. No. Um, David Wagner is very lucky to still be even in that job, mate. Well, believe me, Sam, Schalke will not settle for results like that and even the, I listened to the commentators yesterday talking about the Augsburg side and how good they looked at parts going forward but they also said how bad Schalke looked like my god what that club has just taken a nosedive from what it was a few years ago I remember them playing United in Champions League quarter and semi-finals and they looked bloody awful Yesterday, they they didn't look like they had a clue going forward, and they didn't look like they had a clue defending either, which is the most worrying bit. Because look, we both know that if a team can keep clean sheets, you've always got a chance. But when your team's conceding three goals at home to someone like Augsburg, look, everybody's allowed an off day, but that's two games now in two weeks that have really worried me with Schalke. They look bloody awful. Yeah, they did, mate. Look very awful indeed. Um. I mean, Augsburg going in 2-0 and then making it 3-0, uh, Jean Cordoba uh, rounds the keeper to make it 3-0. And what, do you know what disappointed me? I watched the goal and I thought, every single one of them Schalke players has give up apart from the goalkeeper. And I, I felt sorry for the goalkeeper. One-on-one, it's a lottery, mate. You, you, nine times out of ten, you're not going to save it because the, the player will either put it to the side of you or he'll go around you. It's just a lottery, really. It's like a penalty. It's a lottery. Um but, yeah, Schalke, when you look at the statistics from the game yesterday, Schalke actually had most of the ball for the majority of the game and they had 13 shots at goal, but 11 off target. 11 off target. Come on. It just I think that kind of speaks volumes for where Schalke are at the moment and how disappointing they've been. Yeah, definitely, mate. Just, it's like you just said, mate, you've just summed it up and it's not... Just showing how bad Schalke really are at this minute in time, mate. They're just not, they're not firing all cylinders right now, and I think. No, they're really not. Very. Well, I can't see it being too much longer. I'd Look, I don't like to see anybody get the sack, Sam. I don't. I think it's an awful thing to happen to a football manager. But it happens all too much nowadays and Schalke will not hesitate to get a new coach in. They've got a track record over the last few years of just going through manager after manager. They will not hesitate. No, definitely not, mate. Definitely not, I agree. No, they will not hesitate to uh, pull the trigger and I can't see it being long before Wagner goes if I'm being honest because they don't look a very good side at the moment they look very lost Um, so yeah Augsburg getting a good win away from home but overall I think it's more down to how bad Schalke were as to Augsburg being very good I could be I don't know I might be seen as a little bit harsh on that I'd be interested to see the comments in the comments section on uh, Schalke at the moment for anybody interested in German football because they are falling big time 
Yeah, falling big time. Yeah, I am. Um, I'll be honest, mate. The uh, the little stuff that I've um, kind of gone through about yesterday's game. There's a fair bit to talk about here, so we'll crack straight on with it. The second game of the day yesterday saw RB Leipzig travel to Mainz. Now, this game, we've both been looking forward to talking about this one, to be honest with you. Leipzig completely running through Mainz in the first half, going into a 3-0 lead, and it was thoroughly deserved as well. I'd be interested to wait. I know you was watching it as well at home. Um, They started like a team that really meant business yesterday. They were on fire, mate. The, the game could have been more than five nil. It could have been. It could have been about twelve, thirteen, fourteen nil. The way Leipzig played yesterday, mate, was unreal. Well, they look like a team that could be fighting for that league next season if they can keep the players like. Well, yeah. If they keep like Werner and Paulson and Sabitzer and Campbell and that, they'll look deadly next season. Well. For anybody that's listening, when Sam says it could have been 12, it genuinely could have been 12-0 yesterday because Leipzig, some of the football they was playing at times, I thought, my God, I was watching it and my jaw nearly dropped. I thought, some of the the pass-and-move football that Nagelsmann's brought to Leipzig, any team in the Bundesliga would be worried of that because I certainly don't think teams like Bayern Munich would appreciate Werner, Campbell, Sabitzer, uh, Mookie Ailey. Um, Paulson, uh, Conrad Leimer, they definitely would in, yeah. not enjoy that front line at all. Um, I mean, going into a 3 0 lead, and it was thoroughly deserved, as I've mentioned before. Werner, Yusuf Paulson, and Marcel Sabitzer grabbing the first half goals. Um, to, to be honest, even towards the end of the first half, Leipzig had numerous opportunities to score but failed to do so. I remember Christopher and Kunku going through basically one-on-one with the keeper and he slid the ball past the post. I mean, if you're looking at 4-0 there, God knows what score it would have been in the first half if they didn't take them chances. Oh, well, if they did take the chances, sorry. Um, yeah, first half, very some of the best football I've seen from any team this season that I've watched, and that includes Premier League. Some of the best football I've watched. I mean, Mainz, throughout the game really. Mainz in the second half had a bit more of a go, but first half, they just got blown away by the football that Leipzig was playing. They couldn't handle it at all. No, they couldn't. Not at all. Like you just said, mate, the way Leipzig are playing right now is just... could be like a Premier League team. Like Liverpool, for example. It's kind of the same sort of football, isn't it, really? Yeah, beautiful team to play from watch. Um, The second half... Pretty much starting the same as the first half ended. Leipzig on top yet again, um, making the pressure count. Really, a fourth goal from uh, Timo Werner for his second of the ge- uh, second of the day. Some brilliant football on the edge of the box by Kevin Campbell. I messaged you straight away, and you messaged back within about se- within five seconds of me sending the text message saying, "What a goal!" Uh, and yeah. what play by Kevin Campbell on the edge of the box? He plays a one-two. I think it's Unkunku. He plays a one-two with on the edge of the box. Um, goes in, plays a little ball to Timo Werner, who scores to make it four nil, and thoroughly deserved again. They just some of the football, as we've mentioned before, was just it was jaw dropping at times. Um, Leipzig also having a goal disallowed as well after some great passing, and it was Campbell that actually scored. He passed it into the far corner, but the flag went up for offside. I was gutted because I actually wanted him to score that. To be honest, um, yeah, I mean, just again, it was just. As I say, Mainz had a bit of a go in the second half, but it was like it was, it was in drips and drabs. There wasn't really threatening anything concrete, and 
I think the game gets wrapped up by Timo Werner making a run from a quick free kick by Paulson. Brilliant vision to see him. Um, Werner just too quick for the back line. Um, slides it in with his left foot on the half volley to make it 5-0. It could have been a hell of a lot more as well. Um, yeah, very, very interested to see where Leipzig are going to end up this year because after last weekend's result, they needed to put it right. Um and my God, they did that. They seriously did yeah. that yesterday. I mean, my my stand up performance today, mate, was uh, uh, Yusuf Paulson. Oh, he was fantastic. He was brilliant yesterday. As good as Werner and Campbell were in the centre, you know, down the spine of the team. For me, Yusuf Paulson ran that line so well yesterday. Yeah, he did, mate. He did unbelievable yesterday. Uh, you can see yeah, why big clubs say, are looking at him. About, no, I was just going to say, you can see why big clubs are looking at Yusuf Paulson with work rate like that. Yeah, definitely, mate. Same as him, I've heard yesterday as well, mate. Unbelievable. Him and Paulson yesterday were unreal. Well, I don't know anybody in Europe that would enjoy playing against that front two because you've got someone like Yusuf Paulson who's going to run the channels all day long. And as a centre-half and a full-back, you just don't want that someone that's willing to run all the time and someone like Werner, who is so sharp, so quick, over 10 yards, he's quicker than most players I've seen. He's so he's quick in his mind as well. He just knows where the goal is. He seems to instinctively know and he's a goal scorer. 24 in the league now this season. Obviously, we're getting that hat-trick yesterday. Um, very impressed with Leipzig, mate. Very, very impressed. Surely some big clubs have got to be coming in for the team over soon. Well, I hope not. Well, it's going to happen, let's be honest, but I hope not. I'd like to see Leipzig keep that team together. I'd be interested to see if they could genuinely push Bayern and Dortmund next year. Look, they're not. it's not like they're a million miles away. They're only a few points away, but it's like it's the games like the last weekend against Freiburg at home where they should be winning. Because if you think, if they'd have won the two games, they'd be pushing Dortmund for second. You know, and... I mean, just as an example, if they'd have won that game last weekend, they'd be on 56 points behind Dortmund, oh. one point behind. So that just tells you everything, really. That's mad, that. That's mad. I mean, some of the stats for Leipzig this season are just crazy, like the possession and shots at goal they've had, which just shows how much they dominate games. But, yeah, very good win for Leipzig yesterday, uh, moving up to back into third place. Um not a lot can be said for Mainz, really. They've been struggling all season. They've got another thumping. Um, quickly moving on, guys, into the last game of the weekend. FC Cologne 2, Fortuna Dusseldorf 2. Dusseldorf oh, yeah. actually racing into a 2-0 lead in this game. They did. They did. Um, I, mate, I, can't, I actually watched a bit of this game towards the end, right? And... Dusseldorf just looked so lazy in the past in the last five minutes. Sums up why Cologne got two goals from Modesto and Corrad. Oh, Cordoba! It was Cordoba, wasn't yeah. it? In the 88th minute and the 91st minute, Dusseldorf just let that slip away too quick. Well, I'm just let quickly I'm just running through some of the stats um, from yesterday's game. Cologne actually having 60% of the ball, even though Dusseldorf raced into a two-nil lead. So I think. Yep. I mean, Cologne had 16 shots at goal yesterday. and Well, 16 goal attempts, 6 shots on goal and 10 shots off target. I mean, to say that a team's had 60% of the ball and you go losing 2-0, um, 
after 61 minutes, if you're losing 2 0, and then to concede the goals like that in the last five minutes, you're thinking if you can just hold on for a win, that would have been a huge boost for Dusseldorf yesterday if they could have held on to that. It would, it would have genuinely been a really good result. And with a win yesterday, they could have actually gone one point behind Mainz in 15th place. I mean, Jesus, what a time to throw away as well. I mean, look, fair enough. If you go 2-0 down in a game and draw it back to 2-2, then, you know, you've showed some fighting spirit. But to go 2-0 up and be winning 2-0 with five minutes to go, it's criminal, really. To, look, to draw a game like that. Criminal. Especially when, especially when you're bottom of the league as well, mate, and you're fighting for them points. Yeah, you would have thought that you... I mean, Crucial. Christ, what... Like, so you put, say, for example, you're in... Yeah, obviously, you're a Newcastle fan. If you was winning 2-0 at Liverpool with five minutes to go, what would you do? You'd throw everything in the kitchen sink behind the ball, wouldn't you? And... To yeah. con to I mean to draw the game like that is just criminal and it just shows why they're gonna struggle, really. I think I think they're well and truly gone now, mate. Well, I mean, we to be fair, Sam, we say that there's still only three points behind Mainz, but it's the it's the form that Dusseldorf are in that worries me. Um and I would be worried if I was the chairman, the owner and the manager. That's what I'd be worried about, how they drew that game yesterday. Because that that could have been a huge, huge boost yesterday for Dusseldorf if they managed to hold on to a 2-0 win or even a 2-1. You know, teams, when you sit back and you're just trying to defend a 2-0 lead, look, you can kind of excuse sometimes letting in a goal, especially if you're camped in your own half. But to concede two, it's just not good enough. Not good enough at all. And I think that's why they've been down there all year, really. Yeah, I agree with you, mate. Yeah, it's it's a shame, really. But, you know, this is what happens when you're one of the lower teams in Germany, really. You're always going to struggle. Um, so, now we've rounded up... How long have we got left on the podcast, then, mate? Pardon? How long have we got left? Um, we have got 34... Well, we've done 34 minutes, so we've got 25 minutes left. So, did you want to get into the midweek games? Yes, mate. Let's round up the games for the weekend uh, through the week because there's some very big games through the week. Well, we'll save the best till last. Um, yeah. Tomorrow night's games. There's three games that are a half past seven kickoff. If anybody's wanting to watch them on BT, big up to BT by the way for covering all the Bundesliga games, c- covering also my boredom. Sky as well. Sky yes, yeah, Skybet also yeah. covering them. Um, the first game. Of the half past seven, well, just the first on the list, really, of the half past seven kickoffs is Werder Bremen versus Borussia Mönchengladbach. What a big game at both ends of the league this is. Definitely, mate. Definitely. Yep, huge game. I think with if Bremen do manage to get a win at home against Mönchengladbach, they can go level on points with Dusseldorf, who sit above them in sixteenth. Werder Bremen need to win tomorrow, and it's not going to be easy. Um, with Munch and Gladbach sitting in fifth place in the league, and we know how strong they are. The, I, I think Werder Bremen, they're going to really struggle um, tomorrow, but I can also see Munch and Gladbach really wanting to put that Leverkusen result right because it was not a good performance, really, from Munch and Gladbach. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think this is going to be a good game. It is. It's going to be a very good game. Um, like you said, it's going to be it's it's uh, two top end teams and the, it's a bottom end team and the top end team. Um, it's going to be a very tough game. This one. Yeah, it is. Um, well, well. to be fair, guys, just to give the update on the podcast, we are going to get into some score predictions after we've uh, kind of just run through the games. Um, so, I mean, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on it. We've gone through the Bremen Munch and Gladbach game. Um, next on the half-past-seven list is Frankfurt versus Freiburg. A huge, huge game for Frankfurt tomorrow because they sit in 14th, four points above the bottom three. They are falling. They're taking a nosedive, really, Frankfurt. They need a big, big win. They need a win tomorrow night, really. Um, I mean, Freiburg sit in seventh place. As we said before, they've done incredibly well, really to uh, get to 7th place this year. It's actually been a really good year for Freiburg. Frankfurt, on the other hand, have been struggling, really. I mean, you look at this... I mean, just quickly, we'll run over the league position for Frankfurt. They do sit in 14th place, but they've got 28 points, but they've scored 41 goals. So they're never going to struggle to score goals, um, but they've let in 49. But if you think about it, really... A team that sits in 14th place and only a minus 8 goal difference, they've not really been that bad... It's just they're not getting the results that they want, but they're scoring a lot. You can see that by forty. Well, pardon me, by forty-one goals scored. I think this is going to be a good game this to watch, you guys. Frankfurt versus Freiburg. I think it's going to be a very good game to watch, mate. I do. Interested in well, I, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that BT are going to cover that game because I think I want to either watch the Frankfurt game or I want to watch the Leverkusen game, which is the one we're going to roll straight into now. Um, Leverkusen versus Wolfsburg the team in 4th against the team in 6th place I can imagine Leverkusen are going to come out strong I mean the form they've been showing recently has been very very good um, and with a team with Kai Havertz in it you've always got half a chance um, yeah I can see a Leverkusen win tomorrow I could be wrong because Wolfsburg might come and pack the bus to be honest with you because they know they ain't got the firepower going forward to deal with Leverkusen but yeah, as the uh, next part of the podcast, we are going to get into some score predictions now for Tuesday's games. But the one game we've all <clears throat> we've all been wanting to mention: Dortmund versus Bayern. What a huge game at the top of the league that is tomorrow, Sam. Very, very, very important game for both sides. Well, if Dortmund win, they go points behind Munich. If Munich win. Seven points clear, mate. And if they do lose, all I'm saying is that Red Bull Leipzig are going to be chasing Dortmund because they are only a point behind Dortmund. And all they need to do is win on Wednesday, is it? Um, Leipzig? Yes, Leipzig play on Wednesday night. We'll get into them shortly. But, um, yeah, big, big game. I, well, I, I, don't, I can't remember... A game so important in recent history in German football than t- uh, tomorrow night, Dortmund-Bayern. Because if Dortmund win, they go one point behind Munich and it's still going to be tough to win the league, but they're going to give themselves a hell of a chance. If Bayern win, I think that's it, done and dusted tomorrow. Yeah, I agree with you, mate. I, I, I just can't see Bayern losing a game. 
Well, no, that's yeah. the, that's the problem, isn't it? It's it's who would Bayern going to drop points against because they're just stronger than everybody else apart from Dortmund and Leipzig. I mean, they're the only yeah. teams that can catch them, really. Um, yeah. yeah, huge, huge game tomorrow. I mean, I'm just hoping and praying that the boys in yellow come out on top. I really am. To be honest with you, Sam, we shouldn't really show any bias, but we can't help it. I just love Dortmund as a club. I love the. I just love everything about them. Um, it's hard. It's hard not to show bias, really. Um, and I'd like to see someone else have a go at the league apart from Bayern. Do you know what I mean? Shall we get some score predictions? Then, yes. Yeah. Um, apologies for the Let's nostalgia. Start. Let's start with the Werner Brenner then. Yeah. Um, right. Score predictions. I'm going for a Munch and Gladbach win. I fancy him to put it right after the weekend's disappointing result at home to Leverkusen. I fancy Munch and Gladbach, but I think it is going to be a 2 1 win, Munch and Gladbach. I'm going to go 4 0 Gladbach. I Jesus, I, I nearly spat my drink out then. I can, I can see Munch and Gladbach just annihilating. Well, I, I can see him scoring. I think Munch and Gladbach are going to bag tomorrow night. I don't think it's going to be quite tough, though. Werder Bremen are scrapping for the life at the bottom of the league. I think it's going to be a 2-1 Munch and Gladbach win. You said 4-0, yeah? I said 4-0, mate. Um, rolling on to the next game. So that's the score predictions for the Bremen, Munch and Gladbach. We go into Frankfurt versus FC, uh, SC Freiburg. This is the, I think this is hard to call this one because Frankfurt could quite easily turn up and get a result, but Freiburg are sitting in seventh for a reason. Um, exactly. They've been a hard team to beat this year. Um, the recent form suggests that Frankfurt are really not going to pull up any trees tomorrow, but you never know, do you? German football, you just never know. No, you don't, mate. It's going to be a tough game, this for both teams. It is. I mean, Frankfurt have not been on the best of form. Freiburg... Say they've been in an okay form, but I'd like to. See, I'd like to hear your prediction on this one. Yeah, my prediction. To, I, I'm going to go for a one-one draw tomorrow. One-one. Um, yeah, I'm going to go one-one. I don't think either team really are that are good enough at the minute to t- to churn out a win. Um, Freiburg did get a good draw at Leipzig, but I mean they could have won the game if it weren't for the disallowed goal. And I'd be probably sat here saying a different thing, but. Frankfurt at home, they need to, they need a result tomorrow. They really need a result, and just to relieve a bit of the pressure off themselves, really, because they could quite easily get dragged into that relegation fight. Yeah, definitely, mate. Um, score predictions for this one. I'm gonna go. Tough. I'm gonna go two two. I'm gonna go for a draw as well. I think this is gonna be a two two game. Yeah. I, and I, I like I like doing podcasts with you, Sam, because you're very bold in your predictions. You go right out there. I'm kind of like, mm, I sit on the fence a little bit, whereas you aren't, nah, 4-0, mate. <laughs> yeah. Hey, get, get right, mate, you Yeah, get them right. I, I, put your money where your mouth is, though, son. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, Bayern Leverkusen versus Wolfsburg next game, mate. This is a tough game as well. I think this is probably, I'd, I'd say this is the hardest one to call out the lot of them. Um, we'll get uh, on to the Dortmund-Bayern game shortly, but... Yeah, Leverkusen Wolfsburg. I think it's the hardest game to call. I'm gonna go for a two nil Leverkusen win at home. Uh, yeah, so am I, mate. I'm going for a two nil as well. I can see Leverkusen beating Wolfsburg. Just the way they're on fire, mate. Leverkusen right now. 
Yeah, I mean, they're, they're in incredible form, mate. They're in incredible, credible form at the minute. And with a man like Kai Havertz, is it four goals in his last two games? Yep, sure is. Sure is, mate. It's uh, very tough to call that one, but yeah, I'm going to go 2 now. Because Wolfsburg are a very strong side. But I am going to go for a Leverkusen win, as in 2-0. Now, the all-important one... I oh, look, mate. My heart's telling me one thing. My head's telling me another thing. I'm hoping and praying for a Dortmund win tomorrow, but, but, and that's a big but. They're running into a team in Bayern Munich that, if Dortmund don't start well, they could steamroller them. Definitely. I, I, do, do you know? I, I'm re- I'm really. T- I mean, obviously, we're doing this over FaceTime. Sam can see in my face how much I'm struggling with my heart and my head right now because, as much as I'd love to say Dortmund are going to win tomorrow, they're going to find it incredibly difficult. It's going to be very tough tomorrow. Look, mate. Very tough for I'm going to get into my score prediction, and I want to say it and get it over and done with. I'm going for a buy-in win two-one. Believe me, mate. Believe me. It's with a heavy heart I say that. It's with a heavy heart I say that. But I, I just, I don't know, mate. I can just see Bayern being a bit too strong for him, and I, and it kills me to say that as well. It really does. Well, you said two one Bayern. I'm going two one Dortmund. Well, put it this way. I hope I know that I'm hoping one of us is right, and it ain't me. So, um, yeah. I'm I'm struggling a bit with that one. My heart and my head's telling me two different things. But I can see a buying win, unfortunately. But I'm hoping you're right, believe me. I'm hoping you're right. Oh, you've got to stand by your boys, mate. You've got to stand by them. Um, right, rolling into Wednesday's games. There is actually five games on Wednesday night. Um five. Yeah, there's actually five games. Um, oh, of course, yeah, there's only 18 teams in the in the uh, German League, isn't Yeah, it? I mean, we'll quickly roll into um, the first game, half past five kickoff. RB Leipzig against Hertha Berlin. Two sides in fairly decent form here, so I am looking forward to watching that one. Um, I mean, just quick. No, no, it's fine. Um, just, just uh, well, RB Leipzig are at home to Hertha Berlin. Hurt, Which is a good game, actually, because both teams can score goals. Um, I'm actually looking forward to that one. Leipzig got a brilliant win yesterday, and Hertha Berlin had a brilliant win on Friday night, so it makes for a good game, that one, really. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, it'd be a very good game, mate. I just think I just think Leipzig is going to be a bit too strong for Hertha Berlin. Yeah, I think so. I think they're going to be a bit too strong for them. Yeah, I think so, too. Um I mean, I, I can see a Leipzig win. Um, just through this next section, we're going to kind of rattle the score predictions off as we go through the games. They, as we say, the half five kickoff, RB Leipzig against Hertha Berlin. I'm going to say a 2 1 win for RB Leipzig. You're going 2 1. Oh, what do I go for on this? Uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to go 4-1 Leipzig. 4-1. Now, yeah, I, c- yeah. I can see where you're coming from with that, though. So I'm not going to knock you for that because I can honestly see where you're coming from because Leipzig can score a bucket load of goals. Yeah, 
just the way Leipzig played last night, mate, they were unreal. Oh, mate, I, I, do you know, I genuinely enjoyed watching them as well. It was enjoying to watch a team play football like that. It was, mate. Um, rolling on to the next game, Augsburg versus Paderborn. Augsburg being the home team. They're usually quite strong at home, Augsburg. Paderborn are struggling. I'm actually going to go a 1-1 draw in this game, Augsburg-Paderborn. Really? Yeah, I mean, I just think Augsburg, they sit in a fairly decent league place in 12th. They're six points away from the relegation zone, but I think they're playing well enough to kind of count themselves as fairly safe now. Um, there's Augsburg and Union Berlin that sit on 30 points in 12th and 13th place, respectively. So I think Augsburg um, are playing fairly well at the moment. They're not doing too bad. I'd say Augsburg... Are, the strong team at home, but I can see a 1 1 draw because Paderborn, at the end of the day, they're scrapping for the life, aren't they? You say that, mate, but look what happened to my bet at the weekend. Yes, um, yeah, we'll, we'll be, uh, I'll be interested. Uh, you, obviously, you've got all the scores wrote down so far, so you can keep a track on them. Uh, this is tough for me, mate. I've gone 2 1 Augsburg, but I might change this. We'll I keep that. We'll keep that as a uh, pending. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put two one Augsburg, but I'm gonna put slash two two because I think this could be a two two result. Yeah, I think it's got potential for goals in it. Um, I, I, I still think it's gonna be a one one draw. Myself personally, you're going two two, aren't you? I've gone two one slash two two. I can't quite make my mind up. Uh, I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go two two. I think this is gonna be a draw. I can't say this being two. I'm gonna be kicking myself. It's two one. You know. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I'm going to say 1-1, one, one, you, well, your result's still pending, so... Um, no, I'm going to go, I've gone 2-2. You're okay, going to go 2-2? Two, two. Right, okay, we'll stick with that. Um, I'm going to go 2-2, mate. Yep. Um, rolling on to the next game, the half past seven, the, the second game in the half past seven kickoffs is Fortuna Dusseldorf versus Schalke Urfia. Um Two teams in pretty bad form, really. I don't, I'm really not sure how to call this, to be honest. Yeah, it's quite tough. Dusseldorf are in a horrendous form. Schalke are even in an even worse form. Yeah, I mean, it's two teams. I, I, I don't know how to call this, Sam. I don't know how to call this one, I'll be honest with you. I think Dusseldorf, they've struggled all season. Schalke are just taking a real nosedive under David Wagner. I mean, Schalke are in eighth place and God knows how for the way they've been playing. Um, I think Schalke... I, well, put it this way, I'll be surprised if they don't score tomorrow, but if they didn't, it wouldn't surprise me either. Well, they have scored in the past two games, mate, so... Yeah, and they've took a right pasting in both of them. Um, sure I mean, to say Schalke have scored 33 goals this season, that surprises me because, I, I mean, they've looked so average. Um, Fortuna Dusseldorf, the need to win, really, to go level on points with Mainz. Um, providing what Mainz do in the other game, which we're going to get on to. Um, score predictions for this one. Oh, God, what on earth do I call this one? Um, I'm going to say a 1-0 Schalke win. Oh, I'm going to go 2-1 Schalke. I know, I, I, I wasn't sure to where to go with this one, Sam, to tell you the truth. I, 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 stu I struggle okay. to kind of fight an argument for both teams to win or to score. Um, I'm going to say Schalke if anybody um, Yeah mate I'm going to agree with you I'm going to go 1-0 as well Schalke Yeah 1-0 yeah. Schalke 
not very often I agree with you, mate, but I think, I think it's just going to be a boring game, to be honest. Um, yeah, so that's 1-1 one, one for both of us. Um, quickly rolling on into the next game. Did you say 1-1? Did you say 1-1? Oh, no, sorry, I said 1-0, didn't I? 1-0, yeah. One yeah, 1-0. Yeah. Right, so we've gone both 1-0s. Um, next game on the list of the half-past seven kickoffs: FC Hoffenheim versus FC Cologne. Both teams sitting in, well, pretty much mid-table. Hoffenheim in ninth, Cologne in 10th on 36 points and 34 respectively. This game, um, I actually, I'm going to go push the boat out on this one. I think this game's got potential for goals. Um, Cologne have showed that they can score goals this season. They've got 43 and they've conceded 49. Um, So it shows that Cologne have got the potential to score. Um, I'd be interested to see how they line up tomorrow playing away at Hoffenheim. I think if they was at the Rhine Energy Stadion in Cologne, I think it'd be a different story. Um, playing away from home, it's the no fans thing again, isn't it? I know we haven't really mentioned it on this podcast, but it's not really... Games seem to be a lot more even now because there's no fans there, so no team's got an advantage. It's a massive advantage for fans, mate. Like I said in the past two podcasts, fans are making massive difference well they do I mean we've watched football all our lives Sam and we know how much of an impact fans have on the game of football it gives you energy it gives you drive because when that crowd's behind you I mean you'll know as a Newcastle fan when that team's behind them there's not many crowds in, in, in up and down the country that'll top that and when you've got a crowd like that behind you it makes a huge difference, but with no fans in, it's it's it, everything's at a level playing field. So it really is on who turns up on the day, rather than you know, oh, it's a hostile atmosphere there and things like this that all come into play when fans are in the ground. Um, I mean, score predictions for this one. I'm gonna go a two-two draw. Cologne. 3-1 Cologne. Just because Hoffenheim had pissed me off for the weekend. Yeah, you, you've got you've got that. um you've got a bee in your bonnet about Hoffenheim, I get it. Oh, I have. Um you lose to fucking whoever lost to Paderborn. Well, they well they drew, didn't they? Drew to Paderborn. Oh, yeah, drew even worse. And you wanted a win for Hoffenheim. Oh, um yeah, I think Hoffenheim, they're not in great form, really. Um, I th- they're already safe. They've got enough points to count themselves safe. The 12 points above the drop zone, with Cologne being 10 points in- ahead of the drop zone. To be honest with you, two teams that are going to finish about mid-table, but I'm- I am going to go um, for a 2-2 draw on this one. I can see there being goals. Yep. Um, Last one, it? Yeah. Oh, well, there's one more game to round up the midweek fixtures, which is Union Berlin versus Mainz. That's it, Union Berlin. Um, look, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it. Not the most glamorous fixture in German football. Um, Union Berlin actually sitting 13th on 30 points, and they're six points above the drop zone, and they've done incredibly well this year, to be honest, considering it's the first year in the top flight. I know we've mentioned it on a previous podcast, but... I'm actually quite impressed with our Union in Berlin, although they was poor on Friday night in the Herb- in the Berlin derby. Um, they was poor, to be honest. They just got blown away. But Mainz are in absolutely awful form. 60 goals now they've conceded this season, Mainz. Jesus. I mean, they conceded... 
How many goals was it? They con- I mean, I know they, they conceded five yesterday. So five yesterday, they played... Who did they play last week? Um, I'm just trying to remember. I'll have a look. Mainz. Uh, either, either way, they lost. I think. Well, I mean, it's. I mean, t- to be fair, they actually got a two-two draw that last time out. I say that, but on the seventeenth, they actually played uh, Cologne away and got a two-two draw. Um, and then took a a, a real pasting yesterday. Um, I can see there being goals in this game as well, just because Mainz can't keep a clean sheet. Um, I'm going to go a 1-0 win for Union Berlin. Goals in this game, so 1-0. You are joking. So who are you going 1-0? I'm going to say 1-0 to Union Berlin. I don't. I think Mainz are just in free fall at the moment and they can't defend properly. Um, I, think, I think they're going to struggle, to be honest. Uh, I'm going to go 1-1, mate. 1-1. Um, yeah, so that's all the midweek games covered now. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, t- to be fair, it's a good round of fixtures there. There's some really good games in there. I'm, I'm quite impressed with the midweek light, and plus it gives us football to watch. Yeah, yeah, it does, mate. I mean, I play it um, half five, half five o'clock tomorrow. Um, so that'll be good to watch. Looking forward to watching that game. Really, I'm looking forward to that game. Yeah, um, I am looking forward to that. I'm, I, I'm a bit. I, I, I'd like the Bayern game to be a later game, the Bayern Dortmund game. I'd prefer that if that was on later. To be honest, I don't really know why they've done it as a half five kickoff. Um, no, I'm not quite sure on that one. It's not like they need policing for it, is it? But um, no. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'd be interested to see how this uh, round and Bundesliga game goes. To be honest with you. Um, if you've got anything to add in, mate, feel free. Yes, mate, let's uh, round up the table. Yes, yeah, we'll quickly get into the table. So, um, from the weekend. this is from the weekend results. Yeah, so the updated table is Bayern in first on 61, with Borussia Dortmund in second on 57 points. RB Leipzig in third with 54. Leverkusen sitting fourth with 53 points. Gladbach in 5th on 52 and then a 13 point gap between 5th and 6th leaves sees Wolfsburg on 39 points in the last Europa League spot uh, Freiburg on 37 in 7th place Schalke in 8th on 37 Hoffenheim in 9th on 36 points um, we've got FC Cologne in 10th on 34 Hertha Berlin in 11th on 34, joint with Cologne. Uh, in 12th position, we've got AS Augsburg on 30 points. In 13th place, we've got Union Berlin with 30 points. 14th, we see Eintracht Frankfurt in on 28 points. Uh, we see Mainz in 15th place on 27 Fortuna Dusseldorf in 16th place on 24 points. Werder Bremen in 17th on 21 points. And finally, top propping up the bottom of the league is SC Paderborn in 18th on 18 points. 
Um, it's been a pleasure again, Samuel. Uh, good to hear yeah. from you, mate. Um, I hope you're staying yeah, well. You, yeah, I'm saying good. So, um, I think that's everything for today, so we can wrap that podcast up, guys. Yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast. Make sure you leave a like on this podcast. Subscribe to, if you're new to the channel. Also, leave a comment for your score predictions for the week, through the week. Yep. And anything else, Rich? Yeah, um, no, just like, subscribe, and I hope you all stay safe. Yeah, make sure everyone stays safe in this podcast. Yep, thank you very much. Good night. Thank you.